I want to talk to you for this morning on this topic of uh, uh, I am committed. I am committed. And, um, and I think this is important that we are on a journey talking about the different pledges, like we, we pledge to the Lord, and things that we pledge to God. And, uh, and I want to talk to you for in the next few moments that we have about this topic about I am committed. I am committed. Uh, the, the, back in 1965, uh, a young man named Dashim Mahan uh, lived in a small and remote village in India. Uh, this village was nested near a rocky and tremendous mountain range. The nearest doctor was located on the other side of the mountains, a long and dangerous uh, way. Uh, so, but one day, Taranshin's wife fell, fell uh, while carrying water and, and needed medical attention. Due to the tremendous path around the mountain, she unfortunately couldn't receive the care in time and pass away. Over, overcame with grief and desperation, uh, the Shaham uh, made a committed decision. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call him John, all right? Make it easier. Uh, John made a, com a committed decision. He decided that he would carve a path through the mountain so no one else in his village will lose a loved one due to the lack of access to, to health care. Many, many thought he was mad and, and, and laugh at him. Yet, John was undeterred. Armed with only a hammer and a, and a chisel, he started his work. He was not a, a rich man. He was a simple laborer who had never done anything like this before. His commitment, however, was unwavering. After years after years, chipping away at the mountain, often under the scourging and sun and through the chilling winters, his determination and commitment never wavered. After 22 years of relentless work, then in his 70s, finally broke through the mountain, carving a path 360 feet long, 30 feet wide. This is a true story. His commitment and determination transferred the lives of entire village. The, one, the once dangerous track of the nearest town was reduced from 55 kilometers to 15 kilometers, and the villagers now had an easy access to essential services. You know what? And, and as we step into our theme today about I'm committed, uh, let, us, let us remember about this story. His unwavering commitment he resulted in a, le a legacy that changed his community forever. You know what? As we reflect on our own lives, let us consider our, our commitment as well, our commitment to Christ, to our community, to, our, to caring, to, 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 to encourage, to, to, to change, and, and to remember that like, like this story, our commitment can create a lasting impact. You know, when, when you're committed to something, when you're, when you're devoted to something, when you, when you are entrusted with something in your life and you commit to it, there's, there's a change that takes place. There's a transformation that must inspire us and, and transform each one of our lives when we're committed to something and we're willing to give it all and we're willing to surrender all. Commitment to our lives, commitment to, to our community, com commitment to change, commitment to, to courage, but commitment most of all, a commitment to Christ that we understand the, 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 the impact that it makes when we make a, a total commitment in our lives. 
it requires a total surrender. And, and, and it impacts all of us in one way or another. In one way or another in our lives, in our, in our everyday activities, in every day, in and out. We are committed to something. We're committed to, to be faithful. We're committed to be, to be on time. We're committed to go to work every, every, every Monday morning, even when you don't feel like it. You, you, there's something in our life that we're committed to. And it, and it transforms us and it changes in our lives. That makes a big difference in each one of us individually. But not only committed to individually, but also committed to in outside of our lives. You know, commitment is something that's all around us. But let's dive into this journey for the next few moments on, on I am committed. Well, let's talk about it. Committed to what? Well, committed to Christ. Committed to Christ. In, in our spiritual journey, the cornerstone of our commitment begins with our relationship with Christ. If anything's going to change, if anything's going to transpire, if anything's going to be different in my life, first of all, I have to be committed to Christ. It is a Christ decision that we make because once you make that commitment and once you make that dedication to Christ, everything else will follow on your life. And it starts with you making that commitment, commitment to Christ. The Bible tells us, and first John and John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. That is a very important scripture in our lives as, as we commit to God. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him. In other words, we're connected to each other. We're connected to one another. If I'm connected with you and you're connected with me, something's going to prosper. Something's going to come through. And he says, he is that bears much fruit, much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. As long as you are connected to Christ. As long as you're connected to God, as long as you're being faithful to the house of God, you're going to get blessings from God. A breakthrough is going to happen. It might not happen right away, but as long as you're hanging in there, as long as you trusted God, your breakthrough, a blessing is going to come through. Some of you don't need it, but I tell you, I do. I do. I mean, you, you know, you got to be faithful. You got to be committed. You, even through the valleys, even through the mountains, even through the fire, even through the flood, you are committed to God and you believe God. I know sooner or later I'm going to get my breakthrough. Sooner or later I'm going to see the blessings of God in my home, in my family. It's going to happen. You say, well, go on to church week after week, month after month, year after year. You know, I'm faithful to God. But listen, the question is, are you connected to Christ? You can come to church and just look good. But if you're not being connected, the connecting to God is the secret. Connecting to God. You know, people said it, I said it before, just because you go to McDonald's doesn't make you a hamburger. You can go to McDonald's all you want. You know, the same thing with church. You can come to church all you want. But if you're not being committed to Christ, you're not being connected to Christ, there's got to be a transformation within our lives. That's what's happening in our lives today. 
We look good on the outside. We look good on Instagram. We look good on Facebook. And we look good on TikTok. And we look good. At, but there's no substance of the reality. Serving God is a commitment. Here in this particular scripture, tell us this vivid Im- image in John 15, 5, remind us that our spiritual vitality, our strength, and our fruitfulness, it is all depend on our connection with Christ. Did you hear me? It is all dependent on the connection with Christ. There's more. There's more than just attending church and thank God for that. There's more than just, you know, being faithful and thank God for that. But there's got to be a connection with Christ, a commitment with Christ that, that, it, that goes further. Because I'm telling you, if you live long enough in this planet called Earth, trials will come. Setbacks will come. Disappointments will come. Hardship will come. You live long enough in this world, it's going to come. And if that's not happened to you yet, take a number because you surely will come. We all experience something in this planet we call Earth. We all go through it. Yes, I hate to disappoint you this morning, but even Christians go through it. Even Christians go through it. This is where people get messed up. They say, well, you know what? If I'm a Christian, if I'm serving God, and I'm going to church, and, and I'm, I'm even paying my tithes, and, and I'm being faithful, how come I got problems? Because in this world, we all will have trials and tribulations. We all have them. But there's a difference between going through it and, 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 and listen, if I'm going to go through it, I'd rather go through it with God on my side. Then go through it without God on my side. I'd rather hold the hand of God going through the fire. And even though I'm going through the flood, and even though I'm going through the, a valley or dark place in my life, as long as I'm holding his hand, I'm going to make it through the other side. It's trusting God, believing in God. Imagine, if you will, a branch disconnected from a tree. Despite its previous lifelessness, it quickly withers. It can't, it can't bear no fruit. And it becomes but a brutal, brutal ratman of its former self. You know what? Even though it's, it's disconnected and it looks good for a moment... And you look, it looks great for a moment, but sooner or later, it's going to wither. It's going to die. It's going to fall. I see flowers up here doing, you know, funerals or, or weddings or special events, you know, beautiful flowers. But in, in, in a couple of days, in a couple of weeks, those roses, those flowers start dying out. They start withering. Why? Because they're, lo- they're no longer connected to the vine. They're no longer connected to the vine. They look pretty for a moment. It looks great at that instant. But through time, those flowers, what was beautiful, becomes withered, becomes dying out. It is no longer 
producing. My friend, it happens in our life. As long as we're connected with Jesus, as long as we're connected with God, as long as we're spiritually understanding that, that I can make it without him. Because you know what? We, we think we can. We try our best to do it. But at the end of the day, it, we, we, we end up messing it up more. Disconnecting from God. Our spiritual life echoes this truth. Outside of Christ, our spiritual, you know, it, it dies. We, we do nothing of, of lasting significance when we are disconnected from God. That's why it's important. That's why it's important that you stay connected to Christ. That's why it's important you stay connected to Christ. When we commit ourselves to Christ, when we choose to abide in him, a transformation began. Listen to me. Just as a branch connected to a tree draws nutrients in life, which you draw spiritual nutrition and life from Christ. We get those nutrients when we're connected to Christ. Away from God, we, we die. We, we, we become, un- <clears throat> you know what? It happens to all of us. You, you walk away from the word of God. You walk away from being present in the house of God. And sooner or later, it starts affecting your attitude. It starts affecting your thinking. It starts affecting the way you respond to your spouse. It starts affecting how you respond to your children. You know, because you're no longer connected with the love of Christ. Now the world is pouring all this junk in your life, and all this junk in your mind. And my friend, and, 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 and we live in this world. We can't help that. But I tell you what, you can make up your mind while you are allowed into your spirit. You determine that. This commitment to Christ is not a one-time event. Listen to me very clearly. It's not a one-time event or a single decision made at an altar. It is an ongoing, everyday choice. It is choosing to start our day with prayer, to turn his word for wisdom, to seek his will in our decisions. It is, it is about continuously aligning our hearts with him. Now, commitment can sound daunting, doesn't it? It may, it may remind you of an unmelt, you know, like those unmelt, you know, New Year resolutions or, or, you know, an abandoned project that you started. Well, I'll get to it one day. Have you ever had, man, do you have that honeydew list? The wife is telling you to do this and you say, I'll get to it one day. And it's been five years. But it's still there. Or a New Year resolution. You know, you start the new year, man, I'm going to work out. I'm going to get up early in the morning. I'm going to the YMCA. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to be faithful. Just to learn a couple weeks later, you're just too tired to go work out now. And, and, and it fades away. But the beauty of our commitment to Christ is that, that it's not done in our strength. Remember, Christ is divine, providing the life and strength. Our part is to remain, to abide, to stay connected. You know, we're not doing it in our own ability. We're not doing it in our own strength. We're not doing it with our own ability. We're doing it in God's help in my life. In God, I know I, I know I can make it on my own, but I'm going to rely on you this morning. I'm going to trust on you this morning. You're going to get me through the night. Oh, my God. Woo. I don't know how I'm, how I'm going to make it. 
I don't know how, I, how I'm going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But oh, I know that I'm connected to you. Oh, I know that you're going to work it out. It might not work out the way I'm thinking it's going to work out. It might not look like the way, the way I think it should look like. But oh, I know that I'm connected to Jesus. And if, as long as I'm connected to Jesus, he's going to help me through. You see, in practical terms, this can mean setting aside time each day for prayer and, 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 and Bible reading. It may involve choosing not to engage in activities that might hinder our spiritual growth. Listen to me. This is very important in our life. What you put in is what comes out. What you put in is what comes out. We got a problem in our generation. We got a problem in our society. You got to be careful what goes into your mind. You got to be careful what goes into your spirit. You got to guard your eyes. You got to protect your ears. You got to protect your heart because this world will bombard you with all kinds of junk from pornography to to all kinds of stuff to temptations. There are all kinds of stuff that is bombarding your life. But you have to guard your spirit because what you allow inside starts manifesting. What you allow inside starts growing. What you allow inside sooner or later is going to go from the heart to the mind and then starts acting it out. God, be careful. There's a song they used to sing in children's church. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. You know what you sing to the big church. Be careful, big eyes, what you see. Our spiritual condition, it could mean seeking out, you know, seeking out Christian fellowship and help us remain rooted in our faith. That we get rooted in God. Because because if if we don't, listen, we'll we'll fall for anything. We'll stumble for anything. There comes a new doctrine, a a new new teachings out there. You know, people fall for it. People follow it. You know, know, they're they're chasing the fire. The fire. But they have no clue of their foundation. They have no clue of their doctrine. They have no clue if, if, they're, if they're faithful or not. We, we fall for anything. That's why you got to be connected to Jesus, not to a man, not to a, an organization, not to a, 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 a denomination, but we need to be connected to the vine, which is Jesus Christ. That's what's important. Listen to this preacher well. You, you need to take responsibility. You need to learn how to be connected to Christ. Our commitment to Christ means to also lead us to, to difficult choices. It might cost us our you know, you know, personal ambitions or even relationships or you know, being popular. But the reward of a life committed to Christ far outweighs those costs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what what the world has to offer. It doesn't matter what the world thinks of me. What matters is what God thinks of me. What what matters, I don't care what people say about me. What matters is what, what, what the angels in heaven are saying about me. It's a commitment to Christ. You know, in Christ we find a sense of purpose. In abundance of love. 
and a peaceful that surpasses all understanding. It is in Christ that we find that. You know, that, that's why people struggle in life. That's why people take their lives. Because they think there's no other hope. They think there's no other answer. You know, but, but there is hope. There is hope. There is hope. And no matter what you're going through, there is hope. And his name is Jesus. Jesus is the hope. Jesus is the one you lean on to. He's the one that will help you through. It is, it is Jesus. Listen, if you can get something out of the whole thing, is that get connected to Christ. Because that's all we're going to get us through. You know, that it also gives us that peace that surpasses all understanding. Well, you know what? There's a lot of things I don't understand. There's a lot of things that happen in life that we don't understand. Why this happen? Why does that happen? You know, and we go through life. We go through this journey wondering why things happen. And, and we even go further. Why does good things, why does bad things happen to good people? Well, how come? You know what? We don't understand it. We, we will never understand it. Why, why we, someone lost a child. Someone lost a spouse. You know, we don't understand. What if they got sick? What if they got this disease? What, what if God allowed this to happen? We don't understand that. You know what? It, maybe it's not even for us to understand it because we don't know how God works. We try to reason. We try to understand with, 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 with earthly mind, with earthly thinking. But really, it's a, di- it's a different dimension to understanding the, 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 the things of God, the marvels of God. You know what? That's what the scripture tells us, a peace that passes all understanding. You know what? I don't understand it, but oh, I know God's in control. I, I don't understand it, why that happened, but oh, I know that God's going to take care of it. Oh, I know, I don't know why I got this disease, and I don't know why I got this sickness, but oh, I know that I'm praising God. Oh, I know that I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to trust God. I'm, I'm, you know what? We don't want to be like Job's wife in the scripture. When Job went through sickness in his life, you know, and, and, and he lost his family. He's lost his, his, his farm. He lost everything. You know what? And, and all he was left with, it was his wife. And his wife... His wife was telling him, why don't you just curse God and die? Think about it. His wife, the one that's supposed to tell him, hang in there, Job. You're going to make it. I love you. The one that, the thing that he could do without, and it is the thing that it was left at the end. And, 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 and he tells them, and, she, and he tells him curse God and die but you know what even Job through all that he was faithful to God he was faithful to God he said you know what God's been good to me yes it looks bad right now yes it doesn't look like I'm doing a whole lot you know what in all this sickness in my body this boils in my in my skin in my body yes it looks bad but I know I know what he's capable of doing. I know what he's done in the past, and he will do it in my future. Listen to me, church. My God. He is a good God. Let me move on. Let me move on. Not only that, not only I'm committed, but here's an important thing, too. I am committed to my community. Community. This is so important. It's so important. See, last week we focused 
on Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25, and we consider our accountability. If you were here last Sunday, you remember that message about we're accountable. We're, we have an accountability to one another. We have an accountability to the church. We have an accountability to, to our spouse. We have an accountability to those around us. You know, we have a responsibility in our life. What it means to be a Christian believer. We have that in our life. We, we just don't go through life. Oh, you know, we, there is a, 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 an impact that you make people around you. People around you, you make that impact. You, you know what? You, you either believe it or not. You are a leader as, as a Christian. You are a leader in the community. You represent Jesus wherever you go. You represent the biggest group of people, and it's called Christianity. Christianity, you make that impact in the life of people around you. It's not just about you. Is what God can do through you and work through your life that makes a difference in those around you. And we're talking about committed to our community. See, and the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, and we read, it said, let us consider how to stir, stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together. That is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Now let's read that. Let that sink in for a moment. It says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Stir it up. Have you had that soup? You stir it up. Stir things up. To love and good works. And then it says, not neglecting to meet together, as it is the habit of some. Oh, my Lord. I better keep going. But encouraging one another, and, and, and all the more as you see the day draw near. The scripture is a clear call to action. That's what it's saying. It is a clear call to action, not just for our individual spiritual journey, but for our collectivity journey as a community of believers. This is just not about one person, you know, because that's the society that we live in today. We live in a very me world. It's about me. You know what? Let me tell you a great example. And I hope you're not here visiting this morning. God loves you and I forgive you. And God, it's all good. It's all good. Friday, Friday, they had an accident here in the corner. They knocked the pole down, you know, and I got a phone call. So I'm rushing down here to check on things. As I'm, I'm getting here, they, they blocked the traffic, and it's raining. It's raining cats and dogs, and they stopped the road. So guess what people decide to do? Well, I'm just going to cut through the church. And they cut through the church, and they cut in right to the back. I mean, you're talking about big old, big old pickup trucks and everything. I mean, I'm thinking, wait a second. This is private property. This is not a, a row. This is private property. So I, tr I try to do my best to stop a couple of them, but, you know, it's raining and it's, it's crazy. So what I decided to do, well, I just opened up the gate over there, dropped the rope over there, the cable, I'm sorry, the cable, and, and, and I started directing traffic. I wish I had pictures. My wife has pictures. And here is, here is the, 
here I'm directing the traffic, and, and, and I'm stopping this traffic from this direction, let all this traffic go by, and then I stop the other traffic on the stop sign to cut through the property, and they're all cutting through the property. You know what? You know what? And, I, and, and that got me thinking about it for a moment. You know, what happened if I was not being here? They would have tore up the whole property. You know why? Because it's about me. I need to get to the other side. So I, I don't care if I go through your grass. I don't care if you go through your property. I'm going to get to the other side. You know, because that's the mindset that we have. You know, at, at the end of the day, everything turned out fine. And they're all thanking me, blowing the horn and giving me a thumbs up. Because you know why? Because now I'm helping them get cut through my property. But not at first. At first, I was, they were telling me I was number one. I should have recorded that. You would not. You don't believe me. But then when I come up here and open the gate, and then I was number. I was the best. They were rolling the window down. Thank you. I told my wife, you should have get me a vest in the in the flag and start flagging them, charging them a dollar to go through or something. It's all for the kingdom. All for the kingdom. But that's what we live in. I mean, people just think of them. I have lost where I'm at. But anyway. It's about ourselves. It's about our thinking, you know, and, 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 and that's what, what happens. Committed to the community. You know, we, we, we collectively journey as a community of believers. We are on this together, together as a church, together as a congregation. We are in one mission, one purpose, that is to further the kingdom of God. That's what we're trying to accomplish, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, commitment to, to community is about much more than just showing up on Sunday or attending weekly Bible studies. Let, let, me, let me break it down here for a second. It is about actively participating in the life of the church, nurturing relationship with fellow believers, and contributing to the spiritual and emotional well-being of the community. It, it's about connecting to one another. It's about being part of the ministry, being part of the church. It's like, it's like your family. It's like having church. It's like having a family, but you disown one of them. Get out of here. You don't want you no more. No, you, you want them to be part of it. And same thing with the kingdom of God. We are in this together. Think about a well-orchestrated orchestra, you know. You know, each player focused on their individual instrument, yet also extremely aware of the others. You know, you have the, you know, the, the violinists and the pianists and, and the percussions and, you know, and, the, you know and, and, and all these instruments, you know, each contribute to a, to a beautiful symphony. You know, what? they all have their own part. They all function and in the, in the, in the, in they master their part. But when they come to together they understand i'm part of that an instrument and i'm part of this instrument but we're all together we're gonna we're gonna do a beautiful you know you know symphony that we come together to make a beautiful sound you know what that's what the church is all about we're working together to further the kingdom of god could be your children could be your grandchildren who come visit church one day you know what? That's what we, we, we do our best to have our act together. That's what we do our best to be in the house of God and, and be ready to go. Because to us, every Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. Every Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. You never know what souls are in the balance this morning. Everything has to be sharp. Everything has to be ready to go. 
Everything has to be in their place because there's people who have been praying for their husband to come to church and they show up this Sunday and here we are fumbling and, and, and falling apart. We're not, we don't have it right because nobody show up. Not, 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 oh, my Lord. I better quit. It affects people around you. It affects people around you. I'm not getting on to you. I'm just preaching the truth. It affects people around you. Because you know why? At the end of the day, we're all volunteers in a way. Nobody's really getting paid. We do because we love God. We love God. We love God and we're committed to the cause of Christ. We do what we do not unto man, but we do it unto God. You, you don't take church light. You don't take ministry lightly. You don't take your relationship with God. You know what? If, if I treat relationship with Christ, what I would do with my wife, you would have got rid of me a long time ago. It's a commitment. You know what? And applies to all of us. And, and we're talking about what can impact our life. Listen, if we believe in the scripture says, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. What is he talking about? What, what is drawing near? Jesus coming back. More than ever, more than ever. Now we need to be more involved. In the kingdom of God. You remember COVID? Some of you forgot already. There was a time that I, that, that I was preaching to a, 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 an iPhone on a tripod right here and nobody in the room. I think this is the most craziest thing I've ever done in my life. Preaching to a phone. Nobody in the building. You know what? You remember how, what it was like when they were trying to separate the church, close the church. They opened the nightclubs, but they wanted to close the church. You can't have more than 10 people in church, but you can have a, a 20, 30 people in the, in the bar. You don't think that's a spiritual attack? You don't, th you don't think that was a spiritual attack to the kingdom of God, to the church? We had a lady a while back that is one of those, she's a missionary to one of those Communist countries, I don't want to name, place, or her name. She said that's what they were trying to do in America, but thank God we had enough people with common sense that said, wait a second. This ain't going to work here. You know what? They're trying to kill, separate. And we, the church, more than ever, we need to be more faithful and committed to the house of God. Well, I don't feel like going to church. Well, you might miss your breakthrough that morning. You might miss your breakthrough. You might miss your miracle that morning. You never know what's going to happen that morning. You never know what's going to happen that day. You can miss your breakthrough. Am I boring you this morning? Am I, you want me to stop? I can stop preaching. We can sing our song. I mean, I, I, I. I I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I mean, I, God forbid if I hurt your feelings. 
you know, is the truth. I mean, like I said it before, if you have a problem with what I'm saying, you take it to God. After church, you talk to God. I'm just being the messenger. And number two, I don't give a rip. I love you. But you can go out the door, get into a little car. Listen, the older I'm getting, the less I'm getting a rip. I'll give a rip. How do you say rip? How do you say rip? Yeah? There you go. Watch it online. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm almost, I got five minutes. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. This is too hot. So what, so what does it look like? You know what? What does it look like as we are a church that has a, a harmony working together? Well, you know what? It might be, you know, what does it look like to, to, part, to part, participate or to, to be committed to our community? Our community. You know, it might, it, might, it might mean volunteering for a ministry in our church. You know, and I, trust me, I already have people from last time already asking me, hey, how can I plug in? How can I get involved? Where, where can I get involved? And, and we're executing those plans, and we, we're working on that to, to place people. You know, we want to make sure you're in the right place, too. You know, you don't want to put a grumpy person, be a, be a greeter. You know, that, that would not be good. You know, or, or, or a person who doesn't like kids, put them in working with kids, you know. You, you, you got, just because you want to be involved, we got to make sure you're in the right place. You know, putting people in their proper placement is very important. You know, you, you put people in the wrong, in the wrong environment, they, well, this is not of God. This is, God doesn't want to use me no more. No, no, it, it's that you are in the wrong place. You know, maybe, maybe you belong in this department. Maybe you should be working in this area. Maybe this is your strength. Not this is your, no. You know, and we got to do that, getting committed to the ministry, volunteer. We, you know, we need nursery workers. My Lord, we need nursery workers. You know, that's, that's a revolving door. You know, working with children, your children. You know, people, people, that's not, that's not, they're not lining up real quick on that one. But we need help. You know, maybe you're a mom with kids in the nursery already. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll take my turn. You know, and, and the more people involved, the, the less rotation there is. You know, we, you know you, you, we're getting committed, being committed to that ministry. You know, um, offering your time and talents. You know what? You have a gift. You have a talent. Give it to you. And we have people who do that already. I mean, people helping with different departments. They're involved. Listen, like, I'm not preaching this to beat you down. This is not what I'm doing this morning. And, and I hope that's not coming across. It's not beating you down. I want to build you up. That's, that's my trying. Get you inspired. Get you on fire. That you listen, when I, what can I do to, to make a difference, to get involved in, 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 in being committed to my community? You know, that, that, that is important. You know, get involved in those areas. And, you know, if, if, I, could, if I could involve being there for a church, you know, more, I mean, what can I do to make a difference? You know, a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Richard, they had a, the youth revival thing, and there were some people coming, volunteering, helping. You know, thank God for that. You know, they can't do it by themselves. It takes, it takes people 
to run, to run the ministry, take people, you know, like our vacation Bible schools or, or helping with children's ministry, our, our fall festival coming up in, 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 in October. I mean, that takes a lot of people to run. Those who have been here, you know what I'm talking about. We don't go, we don't go, it's not, you know, we, we try to do the best we can to reach our community. It gets all people involved in that area, you know, providing a meal, offering, a, a, you know, even a listening ear to somebody who's going through something or just sending an encouraging note. Man, there's people to be involved in so many ways. Community, commitment to community also involves, you know, accountability, you know, which we discussed last week. It means holding each other to the standard of God's word, encouraging spiritual growth, and, 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 and gently correcting when necessary. This is, this is important. Man, we, we, you know what? We love you. We help you. We, we encourage you. But don't be, don't be upset when I correct you. You remember we talked about last week, you know, don't give your leaders a hard time. Don't give your leaders a hard time. You know what? You know, I learned they want the best for you. I'm going to stop there because I, 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 think, I think I've said enough. I have to, three more points, but it's getting harder. And I, I, I'm just, I feel like I said enough. You know, let, and let us, let us. Remember the commitment to community. is isn't always easy, right? It's not always easy. It, it, can, it can be messy. It can be complicated because it involves people. You know, when you're working with people, there's... People are not easy. People are not always easy to get along with. Am I not talking about? There's people right now you don't like. You hang, you hang around them, but you don't like them. They get on your nerves. Don't look at them. Just look at me straight up here. <laughs> don't look to the right. Till, look at me. Look at me. But, but you know what? There are all kinds of people. When, when you're working with trust me. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, how do you deal with all these people? With the grace of God. <laughs> Because it was just me, I would say, <laughs> get over it. But you deal with different people. All of you have different personalities, and some of you are more complicated than others. I won't say names. Some of you are easygoing, others are, oh God. Lord, help them. They're wearing me out. <laughs> I'm saying too much, I better quit. But how I many know we all have different personalities? Don't look at me that way. Even in your home, you have different personalities. You know, but we got to get together. We got to figure out how to work together. And, and, and that's what makes this community, the community, the committed to community, it's so important. And, and you know, I don't talk about this often. It's July, and I'm, I'm just talking about it. But we, we have a beautiful thing in our church really we do it's a beautiful thing I, I was looking at pictures the other day about back back in 2015 I got I got almost 20,000 pictures on my phone that years ago and I was going because I was deleting, deleting them because I need memory space so I was deleting pictures and I was coming coming at pictures your dad I have a picture of your dad here pictures of different people Man, that we have come a long way together. We've come a long way together. And it's a beautiful thing how far 
We're, we have been connected. You know why? Because we're a community. We're not perfect. We got flaws. We got mis- we, we're, we don't, we don't, we're not perfect, but we, we love each other. We support each other. We encourage each other. And, and that's what makes church more beautiful. You know, the, it's not about a bunch of hype. It's not about a, a big show. It's, you know, and I tell people, listen, what you see is what you get. You know what? What you see in our church is what you get. You know, we, we try to be as real as we can. You know what we're doing? We're just loving people. It's about loving people because at the end of the day, that's what's going to make a difference in the life of people. Loving people and doing the best we can to get through this life, to navigate through the problems, to navigate through the struggles. But we're going to get through all this together until that day draws near. I mean, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Come on, Pastor Darrell. Come and sing something for us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to close. I had a couple more points, but I'm wrapping it up. Because I believe that, that man, I believe God has spoken to our hearts. God has spoken to our lives. You know what? You, you, you get what I'm trying to say. You, you, you get what I'm trying to bring across. Man, that we're all in this together. I'm committed. I'm committed to this ministry. I'm committed to, to you. You know, we're just not passing through. We're, we're, we're committed to this ministry. And, and we expect the same from you. You know, it's a two-way street. That you're committed, dedicated, that you can pour your, your resources. You can pour out your talent. That you can give what you have in your life. That You know what? We want to make a difference. We want to make a difference for the kingdom of God. We want to impact the kingdom of God for greater things. That Man, there, there, there's, there's children that I have that they need to give their heart to Jesus. If they come to church, if they ever come visit me at this church, or, or you know, I'm, I'm working on them to come visit one day. You know what? They, they give their heart to the Lord. You know, maybe it's your grandchildren who's addicted to drugs and addictions. And, and you say, God, Lord, man, I pray that one day when they visit me, one day they come to church, I pray that that message, I pray that that worship team, I pray that that, that you know, that altar time were, were saved or so. You know what? Because we are a group of people working together, praying together that we can make a difference in the life of individuals. That's what's important. That's why church is important. The scripture tells us not neglecting to meet together. Not neglecting to meet together. Man, church needs to be important in your life. It's important. It's important. Man, and, and you know, it's all we have. The years go by. Time goes by, and you better deposit as much of Jesus into their hearts because they'll grow up and they'll do their own thing. And what you're still able, and what you're still able to do it, deposit as much of Jesus as you can because one day, even if they're straight away, they're nowhere to go. They can find their way home. Look at the particle son. He left his father's. He took his inheritance and went spinning on wild living. But when he had run out of money and he was eating with the pigs, he said, you know what? He said to himself, I can go 
I'd rather go to, I'd rather eat at my father's house than what I'm doing right now. You know what? You don't think gospel makes a difference in the life of people? You don't think the message makes a, a difference on the life of people? Yes, it does. Don't let the devil lie to you and lie to them. That this is all a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. 